The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful you're joining me today. Last week, Dr. Lewis Cohn came on as a repeat guest to talk about how the body wants to heal itself and how many diseases and conditions like cirrhosis of the liver, IBS, Arthritis and autoimmune diseases are actually curable with simple nutritional supplements or the elimination of certain foods from an individual's diet. If you miss the show, be sure to go to paulajoyce.com to listen to it on demand and then call Dr. Cohn to receive help from him or to find someone in your local community who does the same kind of work. And later today, we are fortunate to have Marcel Carter Waddell, founder and president of Hope for the Home Front, with us to talk about how the families of veterans are impacted by the emotional, mental, and physical problems that the soldiers bring home with them. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happy. <clears throat> happiness, gratitude, and positivity. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger, feel lighter, and have more energy as we choose to see the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories and guests like Marcel, who are thought leaders in their field. If you have a question for Marcel 
or are trying to figure out how to find the silver lining in a difficult situation or how to rid yourself of persistent negative thoughts or have a personal story to share, please call during the show to one 866 472 5795 or email now or between shows to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. And the phone number to call between shows is 214-736-4460. Be sure to grab a pencil and paper now. You'll need it later. Last week in that new feature, I challenged you to look for new ways to heal the physical problems that you did not think could be cured. I'm pleased to report that I did hear from people who have committed to working on this and who also expressed their gratitude for being exposed to new ideas on the show that could help heal them. I congratulate you for continuing your search, and I look forward to hearing from you about your progress. As promised, I will read some of those emails on the show, and I have a story to tell in just a minute. I also promised that I would continue to mention some of the places where people are listening to my show. There are currently 89 regions around the world where we have listeners. I want to thank all of you who are listening, and specifically those in France and the Philippines and in Arizona and Maryland. You are part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. And last week, I got a really beautiful email from a listener in Singapore who wrote, In the beginning, I just listened to your voice to improve my English language skills. But as of now, I am healing my life. Thank you so much. I am blessed to listen to your voice, and I'll continue to listen. I truly want to thank this listener for taking the time to write to me. Getting an email like this uplifts my life and helps me know that my work makes a difference. Shortly after receiving this email, and this is the story I promised you, I was at the Dallas Yoga Center where I have an office and saw someone who took a workshop from me and subsequently became a regular listener. When I originally met her, she was getting chemo for a recurrence of brain cancer. Now she downloads my shows onto her Kindle, puts on her earphones, and falls asleep to my voice. I took this as a high compliment that my voice and message are so comforting and healing that it helps her fall asleep at night. In addition, research shows that we take in information at a very deep level when we listen while we are asleep. She also said that she bought some of the books written by, as well as some recommended by, Dr. Bernie Siegel when he was on previous shows and how they have helped her heal and move into remission. What a powerful story. 
I am grateful for her healing and any part that I and this show have played in her healing process. Sarah, I wish you continued healing, good health, and well-being. The next story is not quite as easy to listen to. A number of my clients were severely abused as children, and that abuse continues to impact their lives as adults. Some are even plagued with symptoms of paranoia and delusional thinking. Through our work together, they are able to change these patterns without medication as they learn to separate the past from the present. For instance, one man who I've been working with for a while had been severely beaten and emotionally and psychologically abused as a child. He could often tell he would often tell me about his belief that somebody was videotaping him in embarrassing private situations and making the videos public. I noticed that when he didn't want to face the reality of the emotional abuse he was experiencing in his current life, he would focus on the imaginary videos and worry about that. Eventually, he discovered that even a gesture or a tone of voice that preceded a past beating would trigger that same fear, anxiety, and pain that he felt as a helpless child. This was would result in his losing his ability to think clearly and stay in the present moment. He would feel like he did as a child, that he had to do what his father wanted, even though he is now an adult with his own children. As he got strong enough to allow himself to see how people were abusing him today and that he has the power to keep his boundaries and not allow himself to be a victim, the belief that there were hidden cameras and videos faded. He began to live in the present, pay attention to how he was being manipulated, and also how current situations would throw him into anxiety from the past. The more he was able to face people and situations in his current life from a position of self-empowerment, the less vulnerable he became. The calmer he was, he was able to be and the more effective he was able to become in his own life. Gradually, he refused to be a victim and took charge of his own life, removing the people from his life who were unwilling or unable to be in a healthy relationship with him. The paranoia and the delusions disappeared because he no longer needed them. Imagined fears were a way of avoiding what he should be fearing in his own life, but he didn't have the strength to face. As he developed that strength, the need for imagined fears vanished. His mind, emotions, and body became healthy, and healthy relationships became normal for him. This kind of healing 
comes because of the support from the spiritual realm. Literally thousands of angels, archangels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients and with you, my listeners. There is no more powerful help than that of the loving energy from God, the angels, and guides who want to be of service to us. Because of their help, my clients are able to achieve a level of healing that they never thought possible. Peace of mind, happiness, love, and financial abundance are available to all of us as we clear out the negative energy and influences in our life, in our body, and in our mind. Even people who are on medication find that as they release the pain from the past, they are able to give up their antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications, and other pain relief pills. In 1998, I wrote this piece as part of my own healing process. When my father's anger exploded, he was like a pistol, no stopping him, all over the place, threatening, jumping, demanding. What came out of his mouth would shoot through people. Yet when he was calm, when his pistol was in his pocket, all was well with the world. Dad could be funny, charming, the life of the party, caring, philosophical. He was so deep, and yet when something set him off, he became as uncontrollable and as damaging as a pistol. Who was this man? Complex, like all of us. There, but not there. Never in control of his own emotions, his words, his actions. A victim, really. A victim of his own anger, anxiety, paranoia, rage, and unwillingness to seek help. To be so explosive and to never know when it was going to take you over must have been as hard and as damaging to him as it was to everyone else. And when the bullet shells lay spent on the floor and the damage had been assessed, how did he feel? Did he realize what he had done? Did he see the dead and wounded bodies on the floor? Did he think about administering first aid? Did his need to protect himself and the havoc he wreaked prevent him from realizing how deadly his pistol was? He loved deeply and thought that was enough to make up for the violence. It wasn't. He left his mark. On all of us. As an adult, I realized that I would jump if someone appeared unexpectedly or touched me before I saw them, even if it was a gentle, friendly touch. And there were so many movies that I couldn't watch because they scared me or upset me. And a loud voice would feel like a physical stab. So I created a process to desensitize myself that felt safe for me. In addition to getting help to heal my emotions and my thoughts, I used television and movies to desensitize myself. I started with shows that were a little challenging for me to watch. When I felt no fear watching them, I would stretch myself to the next level. 
moving slowly at my pace. I worked my way up until I was watching programs that I had not been able to get through, like Saving Private Ryan or The Color Purple. This process helped me separate my past from the present and fiction from reality, and it carried over into my everyday life as I learned to stay in the present moment with my feelings, thoughts, and actions. It's amazing to me how much energy gets released each time I remove another layer of the old pain. It takes a huge amount of energy to keep emotional pain repressed and to keep it from interfering with our present life. And it always breaks through anyway. I'd rather have the pain of getting better than the pain of getting worse. Not facing the truth of our lives and of our past never ends well for us. Denial creates pain, illness, lack of energy, and an early death. The bonus is that as we heal, we pass it on to others who we come in contact with, even walking down the street. Because we are all made up of light, as we release the pain, we refill with light and we share that light with everyone in our energy field, whether we know them or not. True healing comes from the spiritual realm as we transform the negative energy in our bodies into light. My angels and guides have given me a very specific set of exercises that will help people heal regardless of the seriousness of their condition. Everyone who participates this in this process will receive a healing from complete cure to noticeable improvement, even if they have a terminal diagnosis or a chronic condition. We all can heal through our limitless higher self. There are seven steps for healing the body, seven for healing the mind, and seven steps for healing the spirit. I'm offering this as a workshop on April 8th, 15th, and 22nd from 7 to 9 at the Dallas Mediation Center. I'm sorry, Meditation Center. 21 Steps for Healing Your Body. As one of my clients, Brother G. Singh, said, Dr. Paula is the real deal. I could feel the angelic guides assisting her. She is compassionate, wise, gentle, and direct, just what the doctor ordered. To experience this for yourself, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, for more information and to register. If you cannot come, I also do this privately, in person, over the phone or on Skype, or you can arrange for me to deliver this workshop over a weekend in your city. And it's time now to introduce our guest for today, Marcelle Carter Waddell. Marshall is founder and president of Hope for the Homefront, which is dedicated to reaching and restoring women whose lives are forever changed by the aftermath of war. The organization and its resources were inspired by her first two books, Hope for the Homefront, Winning the Emotional and Spiritual Battles of a Military Wife, and the Hope for the Homefront Bible Study. 
Marcel, her former husband of 30 years, a retired U.S. Naval, Navy SEAL, and their three children experienced many lengthy separations and frequent deployments for more than 20 years. Marcel is an international speaker and educator who co-authored her latest book, Wounded Warrior, Wounded Hope, Hope and Healing for Families Living with PTSD and TBI. And we are fortunate that she will be in Dallas March 23rd for When the War Comes Home, a professional development conference sponsored by Jewish Family Service of Greater Dallas and University of North Texas Health Science Center. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Before we go to break, let me remind you of the new feature that will help you use the information we present to more effectively improve your life. While you're listening during the first break, go to paulajoyce.com. Dot com and click on calendar of events to see the question of the day before the second break. And at the end of the show, I'll give you something else to do with the question. Those people who follow up by emailing me will have an opportunity to have their emails read on the show. So right now, while you're listening to the commercials, go to my calendar of events page on paulajoyce.com and answer the question of the day on your own paper and then go to my spiritual services page to read about and register for 21 Steps for Healing Your Body. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Marcel Carter-Waddell to talk about hope for the home front. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and reimaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. 
You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Welcome back. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope that you went to my website, read the question, and made a list of the emotionally painful things in your life that you have been ignoring. More on this later. Right now, we're here with Marcelle Carter Waddell to talk about how families are impacted when the war comes home to them. Marcel, I'm so grateful that you're on our show today and for the courage that you have shown in facing the difficulties in your own life, in your family, and then taking the the bull by the horns and doing something to help other people. So thank you. And I'd love for you to um, share your story and your process of, of awakening and healing. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you for the invitation, Dr. Paula, and thank you for the opportunity to share my heart and I just hope that it is an encouragement to those who are listening. Oh, you're so welcome. And and I know it is. And I hope we'll hear from some of those people. But even if we don't, I know that this helps. So please. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me start by saying that um, I hate what war did to my veteran. And I hate what war did to the rest of us who love him. And um, I'll start by saying that, but I also want to, at the front here, say that I've learned that there is hope and there's healing available and there are people who care and there are solutions to what um, those of us on the home front have lived with and are living with. So I'll just give you a little background of my uh, journey, but um, I'll keep it brief, and I want to focus on the collective story of the home front uh, here in the U.S. and what those of us on the home front have been living with for more than 13 years um, and longer if you talk about earlier wars. But I was married to a Navy SEAL for more than 30 years, And out of those 30 years, um, I served beside him for 25 years as a military spouse. And we lived in different places in the United States and overseas several times. And um, the pattern of our life was such that he was either training for operations or he was deployed or he was in combat. And the tempo of our deployments and training... um, meant that we were separated about eight to ten months a year, every year, for most of our marriage. And at at the time 9-11 happened, um, my former husband was, um, my former husband had already served about 20 years as a Navy SEAL. And at that time, I felt that we had faced everything that a special operations career could throw at us. 
at that point. I had also written magazine articles. I had written books that were intended to encourage the home front. But what I did not know um, was I I did not know anything about post-traumatic stress disorder, nor did I know what that meant until around 2004 when uh, Mark returned from his first deployment to Iraq. And he was sent home with a broken uh, leg at that time that needed um, surgery and some rehab. And he went through that and recovered beautifully from that. But um, I noticed that his broken leg was really the least of our concerns and that there was something going on in his spirit and in his mind and in his body that... um, that was changing him from the inside out. And I didn't know what was happening. Um, and after a period of time, began to wonder if, if I were going crazy. <laughs> so I started to do some research on my own down at the library in the city where we were living. And the only literature that I could find, the only sources of information that I could find that, that resonated with what was going on in my life were books and articles written by um, family members of Vietnam War veterans. And they were describing, in what they had written, they were describing to me exactly what was going on in my home. And I came to understand that this this beast had a name, and it was called post-traumatic stress disorder. And then um, about a year and a half later, uh, my former husband was diagnosed with chronic and severe post-traumatic stress disorder. And three years after that, in 2008, he was diagnosed with multiple traumatic brain injuries. So I wrote an article kind of sending up um, a flare and seeing if if I was alone, seeing if I were alone in what I was experiencing at that time, around 2004 and five, And when that article was published, I received so much response from other women on their home front saying they were going through the same thing. And um, that was such an encouragement to me just to know that I was not alone and that I was not going crazy and that what we were experiencing on our home front um, was a normal response to abnormal stress. And in addition to that, we were dealing with uh, brain injury. And so um, so the journey began, and um, I wrote, I had the privilege of co-authoring a book entitled When War Comes Home, and the subtitle is Christ-Centered Healing for Wives of Combat Veterans. And that was released on Veterans Day of 2008, and it's a workbook. It's actually set up. To, um, to work through over a period of 13 weeks, and um, out of that was born a conference idea by the same name, When War Comes Home, and at first we called it When War Comes Home Retreat, and then we scratched our heads and said, no, we don't want to run away from what's happening on our home front. We want to face it head on, and so we renamed it When War Comes Home, Don't Retreat. And we have been presenting and offering this conference in different um, strategic locations across the country since 2011. And women come to this three-day event, um, and they literally 
arrive on Friday afternoon um, angry and tired and burned out and lonely and seeking answers and solutions. And by the time we have spent 48 hours with them and they have to go home on Sunday afternoon, they have found friends who are on a similar journey. They realize that they are not living in isolation, but there are people who care about them and there are resources on many levels available to them. And not only that, but we help them put together a personal plan for wellness. We talk about how combat stress and PTSD and TBI have affected their physical health, how this has affected their emotional health, and how it has affected their spiritual life. And we spend time over the course of the weekend helping them put together a practical plan to face um, these injuries of the soul, if you will, and injuries of the mind and, and heart, and take steps. Um, with accountability partners in the coming months and through mentoring relationships so that they can begin to heal and so that they can begin to rebuild on the home front and work into their lives um, and into their support structure those resources that are truly helpful. How beautiful. You know, because I think one of the um, worst things is that feeling of isolation, of being alone, nobody else is experiencing this, and that hopeless, helpless feeling of not knowing what to do or where to turn. Yes, and when we are living in isolation and we think that our situation is unique, it becomes overwhelming and it becomes unmanageable. And we begin to hear, um, we tell ourselves lies and we hear other voices in our head that convince us of things that are not true. But in coming out of that isolation and connecting and actually locking arms with people on a similar journey, um, there's freedom in that and there's hope that's found in that. And it just lifts a tremendous weight from the heart to know that there is, there is help. And there are people who understand out there, and and there is a way forward. I'm guessing that some of those voices that you're hearing and messages that aren't true must have a lot to do with self-blame, that, you know, this poor veteran has been through so much, and you should be more understanding, more forgiving, that you must have said or done something that's creating the difficulties. Absolutely. That is where um, wives on the home front, mothers of these Marines and airmen and soldiers that are um, still caring for these wounded veterans, struggling veterans, this is where their journey starts. They they think that they're doing something wrong. They think that, um, and perhaps they are responding with behaviors that are exacerbating the situation. Um, we talk about that as well when we um, when we come together over these weekends, how to change our own behavior, how to respond differently when there's a meltdown or what we call an episode or when there's tension or how to parent differently. So, yes, that's where most of us start is thinking that, you know, how can I change my behavior? What am I doing wrong um, that is causing this explosion or causing his or her depression? Um, but 
the person on the home front, the wife, the mother, the adult, the adult children need to understand that it's not just what they are doing, but it's also what's happening and unfolding on the home front is also stemming from the injuries, the invisible wounds of war, which is what we call them, that have happened to their loved one. So it's just a perfect storm that unfolds on the home front. And by connecting with people who are a little bit further down the road on this journey, um, these women you know, are instantly relieved knowing that they're not going crazy and what they are going through is very real. It's very stressful. It's very difficult. But um, we begin to identify how PTSD, um, what it looks like, what TBI looks like, how to distinguish between the two and how to communicate with your loved one and how to communicate with the children in the home to better understand their their veteran and their their family needs and to move forward. And you had also talked about when you and I were just talking um, before this on air conversation that about secondary stress um, fatigue and and is uh, what is that what the families experience? Absolutely. Well, the veteran has experienced um, atrocities. They've experienced um, difficult decisions on the war front. They are struggling with psychological wounds as well as physical wounds to the brain and other parts of the body. But at the same time, those who live with uh, these individuals, those who live with a person who has changed so drastically, um, just living around a traumatized person can lead to traumatic stress and what we call compassion fatigue. And so compassion fatigue is really um, just a form of complete exhaustion. And it results from being exposed to prolonged stress of living in that environment or perhaps even being the caregiver for someone um, for a long period of time without being fully able to replenish yourself. And so compassion fatigue, or it's also known as secondary traumatic stress, um, this can deplete every aspect of the human being. It can deplete your physical reserves, it can deplete your emotional reserves, and it can deplete your spiritual reserves. So um, that is kind of a flyover of secondary traumatic stress, just the exposure to prolonged uh, periods of time of living with someone who has been traumatized and um, and if you are also a caregiver to a to a wounded individual that adds to uh, and accelerates the process of compassion fatigue and I would imagine that then as since you're deple- since someone experiencing this is depleted um, emotionally and, and, and psychologically that they're, they don't have the energy to really respond in a fashion that is true to themselves, but probably they react um, from just a, a place of, of not knowing what to do and probably exhibit behavior that they're not proud of and that doesn't even reflect who they are, but they don't have the energy to respond in a way that's appropriate to themselves and what they're being true to themselves. 
Right. Well, the, the veteran has been changed by his or her experiences, but those of us on the home front are also being changed by that veteran's wartime experiences. So as we're going through changes, um, we see these different symptoms in ourselves. And at the retreat, we help the women work through what we call secondary traumatic stress or compassion fatigue inventory. And they just literally go down and check the boxes of this um, two or three page simple um, inventory and they check the symptoms that they've seen in themselves in the past three to six months that are that are affecting the way they function and the way that they think. And I just would like to ask for the opportunity to maybe read you some of these signs and symptoms that um, are an indicator that you're dealing with compassion fatigue. Can we, um, we need to go to break. So that's a perfect place for us to pick up after break. Okay. This, um, I am so grateful for this untold story for you to share this, Marshall, because I, and I love the name of your organization and want everyone to know to, for more information to please go to hope for the homefront.com um, so that you can learn more and become part of this network for healing. Also, if you want to learn more, you can hear Marcelle in person when she comes to Dallas for a conference entitled When the War Comes Home. This conference is designed for anyone working with the families of veterans. CEUs are available. Tomorrow is the last day for lower pricing, but you can register even the day of the conference, which is March 23rd for professionals. And March 22nd is free and open to the public as well as professionals. Guest speakers besides Marshall include Dr. Harold Kudler, who's the chief consultant for mental health at the Veterans Administration in Washington, D.C., and Charlene Stark, who's the head of Hope for the Brave. I can personally speak to the high quality of these conferences, which I co-chaired for four years. The Jewish Family Service in Dallas has been providing these highly respected professional development conferences for 18 years for those working with adults and children living in abuse or the aftermath of abuse. To register, go to... JFS, which stands for Jewish Family Service, jfsdallas.org slash professional conference or call 972-437-9950. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life. Before we go to break, I promised I'd tell you what to do while listening to the commercials, go to the list that you created. Now on that same paper, write down what emotional pain you are going to commit to start healing. Do this for yourself before it creates physical pain or disease. 
Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Marcelle Carter-Waddell for the signs and symptoms that will help you identify what's going on in your life. Be the change. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. The best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope that you made a commitment to yourself that will improve your emotional health and life. Right now, I'm pleased to be talking with Marcel Carter Waddell. Remember to go to hopeforthehomefront.com and to register to the conference at jfsdallas.org slash professional conference. Marcel, <laughs> please continue with um, where we left off and your, and your list. Okay, thank you. I was about to share some um, symptoms of what we call secondary traumatic stress. Sometimes it's referred to as compassion fatigue um, because this is a an inventory that we uh, give the women and that we walk through with the women at our conferences and we help them to recognize what's going on. Um, you know, Dr. Paula, we get calls and email every day from women across the country And they want to know what PTSD is, of course, and TBI. But they also have a second question. They say, what's happening to me? You know, I'm changing. And then the next question out of their mouths is, is PTSD contagious? Mm. And, you know, at first you want to sort of giggle when you hear that question because, um, you know, you, you would assume it's not contagious. 
but it actually is because those who live uh, with a traumatized person, someone who has developed the disorder from, from traumatic stress, um, they begin to see behaviors and actions and patterns that mirror that of the traumatized person. And so that's why those on the home front um, in the early stages think something is, you know, wrong with them and that the problem lies with them and they're blaming themselves for this problem instead of looking at it collectively. So I just want to reassure those who are listening that if you're seeing um, actions and behaviors and you hear words coming out of your mouth that mirror that of the traumatized person in your home, that is normal (laughs) Uh, because PTSD is somewhat contagious and it's called secondary traumatic stress. So the things that we see in ourselves as um, family members of wounded veterans is we start to have our own self-doubts. We start thinking of harming ourselves. We have our own nightmares. Um, We are confused at times and feel like we're maybe living in a fog and we get forgetful. We forget certain appointments that we may um, have made. we have our own flashback. We have an, inc- an incredible decrease in self-esteem and question our own purpose in life. Uh, we deal with a lot of anxiety and guilt, whether it's real guilt for things we've done that we regret or false guilt for things we're being blamed for that we did not do. We have our own um, explosions of rage and anger. We're irritable. We, too, are hypervigilant. We, too, want to sit with our backs to the wall so we can see the entire room. Um, We, too, are on an emotional roller coaster. We, too, feel depleted and sad and deal with depression. Um, We, too, feel like withdrawing from um, everything that we once found joy in doing. We want to withdraw from relationships. We want to withdraw from our hobbies. We want to withdraw from those um, social things or fellowshipping type things that we used to enjoy. Um, We also are affected spiritually, and um, I think this is um, where I started because when I took this inventory myself back in 2008, I just, I wept my way through it because I recognized what was happening in in my body and in my mind and in my spirit and that I needed to take steps to get well or I was going to implode. And when it came to the list of spiritual symptoms, it it really rocked me to the core because I was doubting my own beliefs and I was feeling angry toward God. I was feeling bitter toward um, what I thought God was supposed to be. I was feeling very far away from, from God who had been a source of comfort to me all my life, and I felt abandoned. You know, I felt like God was not being responsive to me or that perhaps he was punishing me. So, um, you know, we are affected, affected cognitively. We're affected in the way we behave. We're affected in the way we interact with um, other people in relationships. We're affected physically. You know, I was having headaches, too. I, I you know, worked with thousands of women across the United States and we have our we have our own physical things going on too as a result of the prolonged stress. There's gastrointestinal distress, there's dizziness, we have impaired immune systems, 
um, you know, I ended up in the doctor's office more frequently during that decade than any other decade of my life because physically things were um, manifesting that were related to the stress, which I did not know were related to the stress. And so these are just some of the things and some of the boxes that women check. And as they realize uh, that what they're going through is not unique to them, they're, like I said at the beginning, there's a great relief and there are tears that are shed. Um, there's a lot of hugging going on at the conference and a lot of um, conversations and 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 just, intervening in those moments and helping women understand that this thing called secondary traumatic stress has happened to them, but there are ways forward. Um, Another thing that we teach uh, through the publications that we have available online and through our conferences is about this concept, living grief. And living grief is, um, you know, when someone dies, a loved one dies, uh, we, we grieve for that person we've lost and we go through different um, ways of mourning and we have different traditions to say goodbye to that person that we loved and that we knew. Well, when trauma happens to someone, that person is changed forever. And so in many ways, we have lost that person either in their entirety because they have entirely changed in their personalities and the way they behave and in their core belief systems, um, or we have to say goodbye to parts of that person that we love, um, parts of that person that are no longer there or aspects of that person that are changed. And so... Um, Marcia, we have about a minute left. Okay. This too is grief. And so it... It, it is manifest on the home front through the same process of grief as if you had had someone die that you love. It, it includes denial, shock, anger, you know, bargaining with the situation and with God. It involves um, deep sorrow. And then you finally reach this place of acceptance. And when you reach the place where you have accepted what has happened, then you can heal and you can connect with people who have... Um, resources for you and who have wisdom to share with you and they can walk forward with you as you face the future. I want to share a quote, Dr. Paula, and it says, um, a person begins to die the moment he or she ceases to expect anything from tomorrow. And so I share that because it's my personal belief that we can expect something better from our tomorrow. And um, there's there's an acronym, and it's not original to me, but it is an acronym for HOPE, H-O-P-E, and I've seen it online in different forms, but it says, hold on, pain ends, H-O-P-E, hold on, pain ends. And um, that's our message at HOPE for the Home Front is that you're not going to stay stuck in this dark place, but that you are passing through someplace dark and that there are brighter days ahead. And um, I do want to encourage those who are listening also, and this is also not a okay. to me. Michelle, it, uh, Michelle, I'm, I'm sorry, Marcelle, we're, we're out of time. So I okay. just want to thank you and encourage people to go to hopeforthehomefront.com. Thank you for your courage and wisdom. 
for sharing your story and helping others. And I want to thank my listeners for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you like to today's show, please like us on Facebook. Um, And if um, you can go to my resources page on paulajoyce.com and get the books that my guests like Marcel or myself have written um, and sign up for my workshop, 21 Steps for Healing the Body. I do um, private coaching over the phone, on Skype, or in person. So um, look into all of those services. I hope you'll join us next week when Dr. Paula Feyerman will be with us again, this time to talk about the importance of rest, relaxation, and meditation for your physical, mental, and emotional emotional health, and well-being. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week.